Horniest wrestling podcast in these United States of America. This is WrestleFania. We are, of course, the official podcast of fansnotexperts.com. And we are what you would call a two-man operation. That means there's two hosts. But very, very rarely do you hear from both of these hosts at the same time. Actually, very rarely do you hear from that second host at all. But, today, I have a surprise for all of you. That's right. Here he is. Ladies and gentlemen, back for his WrestleFania return. The one, the only, the heel himself, WrestleBrand. So, I am currently watching NXT TakeOver 30, and Mike... Is bothering me to record audio for SummerSlam. You want audio? Here's what I have to say. SummerSlam? More like Summer. Wyatt. Well, shit, that was it? That's all he sent? Really? Huh. Whatever. Listen, folks, you're not here for him anyway, right? Okay? When you go out to a restaurant, you don't give a shit about the hors d'oeuvre. You are waiting for the main course. And folks, let me tell you something. I am the main course. Right now, I am outside in what I, I, what I can only um, uh, kind of describe as a windstorm. Yet, it's, it's not. It's just um, we're, we're high up on a hill, sort of. Um, so, it gets windier up here. But I'm not here to talk about weather patterns. I'm here to talk about professional wrestling and let me tell you something it's the first time you're going to hear from me it's the first time you have heard from me in quite some time uh because you know we we really only do a show when there's a a, a pay-per-view and uh there hasn't been a pay-per-view since uh the last one which i'm going to say is the horror show at extreme rules if i'm if i'm uh i'm correct and through the magic of editing now i'm indoors isn't it amazing listen guys you're not here to talk, as I said, I'm not here to talk about um, anything but wrestling, and I have to be honest, I have, I'm completely caught up with everything, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, um, I've watched every episode, and yet, I'm, I, it was very tough for me to watch them live, first of all, I know, I, you know, you do stuff at summer, even though you can't really do too much, you still Go for walks when it cools down on a summer evening. Um, and, you know, I, to be honest with you, I have another project I've been doing all August, or shall I say, joggest long. Um, go to fans.experts.com for more information on that, if you like Jaws. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about wrestling when it's time to talk about wrestling. 
and it's the biggest party of the year. SummerSlam! SummerSlam was supposed to be in Boston. So Friday night, Boston. Tonight, NXT, Boston. Tomorrow, SummerSlam, Boston. Monday, Raw, Boston. And all that just flew out the effing window. In fact, today I was supposed to be coming back from a family cruise, and that was thrown out the window. Uh, look, I mean, I can't complain, uh, the, especially what other people have to go through. But um, the idea that I thought that I would be watching uh, wrestling with uh, a bunch of people on, on a TV screen set up in an arena, uh, I never would have imagined. And yet, let me tell you, I, I waited this long because I wanted to get, I wanted to watch um, the premiere of the WWE Thunderdome. That sounded weird. Let me try it again. WWE Thunderdome. That's better. Um, so I wanted to watch the WWE Thunderdome, which premiered last night on SmackDown. And basically, it's... It, I don't see the dome. Is it a dome? Is there something above them that I'm missing? It's just like um, an arena that they filled with video boards. Um, and then on those video screens or video boards, whatever you call them, um, are fans. So it's like, and it is like bigger than anything the NF, the NF, uh, NHL or NBA did. It's like, Vince is like, we're going to do what they did, but we're going to do it bigger. We're going to do it better. And I kind of think they did. Like, it really feels like it gives it depth. Like, it's not just a flat screen with people on it. Which, look, I, I, anything they could do to, to make it more interactive and try to bring some, some normalcy to these, to these sports, um, I'm all for. Obviously, in real sports, I'm sorry I said that, maybe something like the, the Thunderdome would be a little distracting with all that flashing lights and everything everywhere. Um, but for WWE, what the hell? Why not? It's like, we're a billion-dollar company. Let's like flex some of that muscle and show the fact that we can do these things. We can do what no other wrestling company can do. Look, I I know that the Khan family are are probably they probably have more money than uh, than Vince, but you know they don't. I don't. They don't have the revenue of WWE yet. Uh, WWE still pulled in a lot of money. Because of network uh, views and television ratings, and even though they, they they weren't selling tickets to things, they also weren't didn't have the expense of running these shows. I, I remember seeing that like they'd lose money on house shows, you know. But now they're basically they've taken up residency in um, this I don't know what the arena is in Orlando, and they've set this thing up where. It feels more like WWE again. There's a big screen. There's a big entrance. It's not like a smushed up version of what we've been dealing with for months. And as much as you got used to the fact that you know they could still put on decent programming in the Performance Center, it still got felt a little stale after a while. And then you'd put on um, something like AEW, and even though they're in the same spot, they, their outdoor arena just gave it the feel. Of something bigger. Look, I'm still, I, I, I'm, I, I don't ignore it. I know it's there. I just don't watch it. You know, I will flip it on if I'm watching NXT live during commercial. I will flip over. Why not? Unless, of course, there's a Celtics or Bruins playoff game. 
Um, and that's the big thing. Tomorrow night, SummerSlam starts at 7 p.m. And the Bruins' second-round playoff starts at 8 p.m. And if you know anything about me, Bruins comes first, comes first, comes first. So on my television screen, there will be the Bruins game. Um, then I have a laptop that's hooked up to another second monitor. On that second monitor will be SummerSlam. And on my laptop will be Twitter and texting with friends and the, t- the Twitter world. That is how my Sunday night is planned. Um, tonight, tonight, I'm right after I get off with you guys, I'm going to be going to grill some meat to celebrate my dad's birthday, which was last week. But it's also my, it was also my parents' anniversary the same day. So we did something separate for the anniversary and waited for today to celebrate his birthday. So we're going to cook some meat. I'm going to drink some Bud Light Lime. That's right, I said it. I'm going to take my dog for a walk, and then I'm going to sit my ass down and watch some TakeOver. Okay? NXT TakeOver Triple X. It's the first fully porn... Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Nope, I'm sorry. That Triple X stands for 30. It is TakeOver 30, which is crazy. But when you think about it, they do, what, they do four TakeOvers, five TakeOvers a year? So, very believable. Very, um, it makes sense after you realize how many years they've been doing the network. You know? Network's been since what? 2014? 2013? Something like that? And um, they've been doing takeovers, not every month, but every, for the big shows they do it. So, why don't we talk a little bit about the six matches that are planned for takeover. There's there's a pre-show match, which I have a feeling I'll be walking my dog for. And then five main show matches. I, I'm i still enjoying NXT. And NXT's not in the Thunderdome. NXT is staying at Full Sail. Are they at the PC or they're Full Sail? Because I feel like Full Sail has a slightly different look than the PC. But it's almost very close. It's not exactly the same thing, is it? I don't remember. Um, but anyway, anywho. Why don't we go over these matches and we kind of talk about what the hell is going on um, in... NXT while we go over these things. So uh, the first thing is we got Breezango versus the Brit Am Brawlers, which I never knew uh, that only Lorcan and Danny Birch would call that. And then we have Legado del Fantasma, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. I thoroughly am enjoying those guys. You know, coming in um, wearing, this guy came in in a mask and he was very well respected and then he turned heel and took off the mask and he's like, I, you know, um, these people around here wearing masks and it's disrespectful and we don't need these things. And he's got these two henchmen with him that are, it, it, they look cool. Their entrance is cool. It has like the video has that rain. I am all in on these guys. I enjoy them uh, tremendously. They're taking on only Lorcan and Danny Birch who are, you know, I don't expect them to win. But they are always quality, always entertaining, always like I hate to say good hands, but that's what they are. They, they will, um, they'll, they're like the everyman. They'll always fill a spot, and they will do a hell of a job doing it. And Breezango, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, who are just um, the fan favorites. They're fun to to watch. They're they're goofy, silly, um, but they're also two great wrestlers. It's a triple threat match to determine the number one contender for the NXT Tag Team Championship. They'll be taking on Imperium, which are two guys, because the other two guys, I'm assuming, are overseas or trapped someplace. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to have to say 
the the legato del fantasma uh, we were walking while around Raul Mendoza I'd have to pick them to win but they're heels and Imperium are heels so can you really have a tag team of two heels that going against each other who who will people root for unless Imperium are going to be good guys and they kind of aren't they they they're seen as bad guys so this is very interesting so dare I say dare I say I'm going to say right now Brizango I'm going to pick Brizango just because I talked about the good guy bad guy thing uh, that's my pick Brizango there I said it um, okay now we have uh, a singles match Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher this I feel like this just kind of happened they wanted to get Finn on the show Finn for some reason he's not in the latter match they had him lose to um, to Velveteen Dream which I was shocked by that happening. Um, I guess the plan is to get Velveteen in this match and maybe continue um, Finn. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I thought Finn was going to win this and going to be your North American champion. I really thought Finn was going to take this all the way. But now he's going to be in a match with Timothy Thatcher because Thatcher attacked him. Um, But you know what that's going to be? That's going to be a technical, hard-hitting, entertaining wrestling match that I'm going to have to pick. Hmm. Thatcher did beat um, did beat Matt Riddle, didn't he? So I'm going to pick Finn Balor to win this match. Um, yeah, that's what I'll do. Then we have uh, the women's championship match. Io Shirai, who is a very like believable champion. I don't know. She just she screams authenticity. I think is what I'm trying to say against. Uh, Dakota Kai, who doesn't really scream authenticity. And by that, I mean she was so be- like believable as this nice, friendly, hi, smiley girl that it's tough for me to see her as the mean or oh, I'm the main. Oh, I'm a bitch now. It's me, Duke, and he's But she has Raquel. Raquel. I can't read. <laughs> she has Dracula. She has Raquel. Raquel. Oh, my God. Raquel Mendo- uh, Gonzalez in her uh, corner. And she is a big kick-ass woman. So, but I don't think EO is going to lose to Dakota Kai. EO is going to win and retain. That's my pick there. Um, then we have what's going to be probably the big fun match of the night. We got Bronson Reed, who has really kind of lifted up recently. He's, he's from Australian. Uh, he's from Australia. Damian Priest, who I remember thinking I thought would be have a Hispanic accent. Or like some sort, like maybe some sort of accent, and he just his accent is he's from New York. Cameron Grimes, who for some reason he is like he is growing on me because he's such a douchebag, and he's so corny, and it just works, baby. Um, Johnny Gargano, who you know the the black and white stuff is corny, but he's always quality in the ring, even though. Um, that guy Ridge Holland almost killed him the other day. And the Velveteen Dream back from, I guess, a car accident and not from, um, so, you know, sending sexting young people, uh, inappropriate young, inappropriately young people, uh, nudies of his, uh, of his Velveteen Schween. Um, so I don't know how to feel about this guy seems like there's something wrong or he he, it's, he seems pervy 
like he could be completely innocent of every everything that people have accused him from, but he's like, I can't look at him and not think it now, and it sucks. It sucks for the quote unquote character. It sucks for the guy if it's not true. But if it is true, if, if like it's tough. How do you do that? How do you? That's rough because WWE is going on what they've discovered and what they know. And what they know is that he, he should be back. And they said he was out for a car accident. But it seems like people want him out. And it's it's rough because if it's tr- anything he did was true, he should be out of his ass. On his ass. Um, yeah. And even the, the car accident. You know, I, I remember speculating or just thinking, wait, did he do, try to do that to himself? Like, was it something crazy? I, I don't know. I, I completely made that up off the top of my head, but the thought did enter my brain. Um, but I can't have Velveteen Dream win. Can he? Can Velveteen Dream win? You know what? You know, I've, been, I've kind of enjoyed this long-term um, triple threat that they've done uh, to get people in the match. And then when, um, when what's-his-name with the goofy eyes, not the goofy eyes, but the scary eyes, um, I can't think of his name, he got injured, so they did another thing where they, you know, got a couple guys in matches that lost and blah blah blah. I, I, it was uh, it was a little confusing to finally get to the five of them, but it was a fun kind of get there moment to get to the North American Championship that Keith Lee gave up so he could be a one belt dude. Um, and, but in doing so, I, you know, I'm not sure who's going to win, but I have a pick, and I'm going to surprise you by picking Damian Priest as your new North American Champion. That leaves two matches left. There's the and these are probably the two that I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Who would have thought that former punter, former barstool employee, current podcaster, um, uh, Pat McAfee is is number one. You knew he had the gift of gab already, but he was perfect in the ring the other day on the mic. Uh, he was believable. He is an athlete. He was he he went for the, to be the heel like he took the prick route, uh, which turned Adam Cole into a good guy. So this is part of this all goes together. I'm going to say that Pat McAfee is somehow going to win this over Adam Cole, um, and then the rest of Undisputed Era is going to turn on Adam Cole. So it's going to turn Adam Cole into a, a, a good guy. This is going to be uh, Adam Cole's. Uh, you know he's going to come out of this, the other side, as a good guy. And then the Undisputed Era are free to go do something else, which might include being uh, Retribution. This is a this is a whole big theory ahead. You'll never see it coming. You'll never see it coming when Retribution... I'll get there. Um, so I'm going to pick Ma- Pat McAfee. I'm picking Pat McAfee to win a WWE match. That's insane. And lastly, we got Karrion Cross with Scarlett taking on the NXT champion, Keith Lee. You know, you think Keith Lee just won a little while ago, right? So, of course, he's going to win and retain. Well, folks, I think Keith Lee is going to lose this match. I think Keith Lee is um, a great champion. I think he's a great performer, very charismatic, uh, good on the mic, solid, great in the ring. But I'm going to tell you something right now. He is not long for NXT. Yes, that's right. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that they think Cross is going to be moved up too. But I think it's Keith Lee's time to move on 
We have the, um, you know, remember how great it was seeing him, um, first of all, Survivor Series, and then in the Royal Rumble, right? He was in the Royal Rumble, right? Um, but I think, my friends, that it's time for him to move on and um, to bigger and better things, maybe Raw, uh, maybe SmackDown, but I'll, I'll say Monday Night Raw. That's my guess. I'm just totally guessing. Uh, and because of that, Karrion Cross is going to take over um, as the champion, the NXT champion, and it's, he's going to be the main event of the show. Um, but it's going to be a hell of a match. Two big boys taking, uh, um, you know, um, kicking each other's butts. But that's just tonight. By the time you hear this, you, it probably it already happened, right? So why don't we move to tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. SummerSlam. Tomorrow is SummerSlam. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches have been announced. Um, and I don't see anything saying pre-show match. Why don't we start with the match that changed and I didn't even notice it. So the Mandy Rose, Sonya De- Deville thing. Oh, Mandy, Mandy Rose is so ugly now that they cut her hair. No, she's not. She is, um, dare I say, uh, better looking. Um, but they have this whole thing where they, they hate each other. It's been kind of, it's been enjoyable. I'll say it. I've enjoyed it. And now they, he wants to make her look ugly. And now it's it was a cut hair match. I don't know if it was shave a head or cut the hair. They changed it. Now, look, if you know anything about the real world, the two of them were in something very real that happened to them where um, Sonya Deville, some dude who was messaging her on Instagram, showed up at her house. I think he had a knife and some tape or something. He was going to kidnap her. He was charged with that. And um, turn on the grill. Let me check on the potatoes. Oh, they're looking good. Um, so there was a, there was a psychopath who showed up at the house and I think Mandy was there and they got out, they got away cause in real life they are best friends or very good friends or whatever. Um, so it's like, you're really going to have one of them go, go through that and then now they got to shave their head. And so I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I thought they would maybe cancel the match altogether. They did. I did see Mandy mention, you know, we shouldn't, you know, I need to get through to you, blah, blah, blah. You know, I know they're still good in you. And I thought that was their way of getting, um, Ahead of things and getting rid of the match, but instead, all it, all they did was change the stipulation to a no disqualification. Loser leaves WWE. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to work. But I am going to pick Sonya Deville to win this match, um, and Mandy Rose is going to have to leave or something like that. I don't know. Now, let's go through these matches. The other matches. I don't know if anything. Yeah, again, I don't know what's on the pre-show. Um, I think the, one of the Oscar matches is going to open up. Now, I know on Friday night they had a beat-the-clock challenge with um, Naomi to decide um, who, how, you know, how the matches go, who goes first against Oscar, which I guess that means they both had to win. And I know that match was on. Maybe I took my dog out for a pee-pee and I missed it. Um, or I put on the Celtics for a second and I missed it. But, um, yeah, I don't know which one's going first, but I think one of those is going to open up the show. That's just my guess. Because Asuka's doing, pulling double duty, um, and this is a live show. This is not, you know, pre-taped where they can do, you know, they could have done any any order they wanted to do things. 
Um, but here's I'm going to go through both matches right now. And guess what? They're both going to have the same outcome. And guess what that outcome is? It's Asuka as the Raw, Asuka as the SmackDown Women's Championship. And yes, the golden um, role models have been one of the best things on WWE. They've been enjoyable. They've been pains in the asses. They've been fun to watch. Um, and I think seeing them lose and still be tag team champions will be fun. Um, because maybe there'll be a rift between them while they're still a tag team. Which should be interesting to see uh, nonetheless. So yes, I'm pick- I just picked two matches for the price of one. Asuka winning both of them and being Asuka two belts. Um, oh wait, it's not a belt. Two titles. Waka, waka, waka. Uh, singles match for the WWE United States Champion. Um, we have MVP. Oh, I, I erased their names. We have Apollo Crews versus MVP. Um, you know what? MVP wanted that belt. MVP designed that belt, quote unquote, uh, in kayfabe. MVP is going to get that belt and be your new uh, champion. He can. He he would look cool. I hate to say it because Apollo Cruz is a good good performer and he seems like a nice guy. But seeing the three of them in suits with MVP holding that belt and showing up at Raw Underground with that belt, um, to me, uh, and. Uh, would is much cooler and more effective. So I'm going to pick MVP to win and become the U- new United States champion. Um, is there any SmackDown tag team champion? There's no. That's got to be. That's isn't that the paper? That's got to be the pre-show, right? SmackDown. Like I don't see it listed here, but it's got to be like uh, Shinsuke and um, and uh, Cesaro versus like Lucha House Party or something like that, right? Didn't isn't that happening? Isn't that thing going on? It's not listed here, but um, if, if there is, I pick Shinsuke and Nakamura to win to uh, to be the same person. I pick uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro to win. Uh, but we do have a Raw uh, Tag Team Championship: Andrade and Angel Garza with Selena Vega, who apparently poisoned um, Montez Ford. The Street Profits—they're uh, taking on the Street Profits, who are the champions. Um, and yes, there was a poisoning. There's been. Some weird stuff, you know, with this. It's, they've made it personal. But I'm going to say right now that I'm going to pick another t- uh, belt to leave. So more belts changing hands. Andrade and Angel Garza are your new tag team champions. I think they will be enjoyable. And the, treats, the Street Profits um, doing the, you know, making the chase again would be enjoyable, I think. Would be fun. Would be fun. Let's see. This for a big SummerSlam, I thought it was going to be more matches, but there'll always be more probably listed. Um, okay, why don't we just get to some of the biggie biggie. Oh, I am really going to enjoy this. The street fight between Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio. I kind of say, I kind of tell you, I've been into this. Dominic Mysterio, who I saw in one article, they said he's going to be called Prince Mysterio and wear a mask. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Um, but... What I do know is that kid can take a beating. So um, I thought that was um, pretty pretty um, cool to see him take a beating like this. Like the guy's kind of paying his dues all at once. And the fact that he took that was pretty ballsy. Um, but I wonder. There's been all kinds of you know, people speculating. Is Dominic going to turn on Ray? Is he going to join Seth? That would be that would be pretty awesome. But I, I don't know if I could pull the trigger on that. I mean... The, the tagline of SummerSlam is you'll never see it coming. Uh, could that be the you'll never see it coming moment where 
Dominic turns on his own father, and they'll be like, "What?" And Byron Saxon will be like, "I told you, you'll never see it coming. They said that. I told you. I told you, Corey." Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say that he doesn't turn on his dad, and I'm gonna say he wins. I'm gonna surprise everything because there's a street fight, so anything goes. So that means the quote-unquote wrestling capability that you may or may not have is not as important as um, you just being able to pick up a weapon and uh, destroy a man, right? Did that leave us with one? At least with the two championship matches. I'm going to go with the, um, well, Bray Wyatt's on the poster, so maybe that's closing out the show. I'm going to go with your WWE championship match. And I was so happy that Drew became the champion. I was pulling for him to win the Rumble. Very excited. He it became champion in absolutely the worst time in WWE history as far as um, what, what he was dealt and how he, had to, how he had to be champion to empty arenas. And it's not his fault. Uh, he's been champion for months and months and months. And if you told me a few years ago that Randy Orton is going to be the new WWE champion, I would have been like, are you kidding me? They're doing that again? Are you kidding me? At one point, I called him Randy Borton. I take it because I was bored of him. I take it all back. I apologize. This is the best Randy Orton's done. If anybody's shined more during the COVID era of WWE, it's Randall K. Orton. And that is why, unfortunately, I'm going to go... And say my my one of my um, favorites, Drew, is losing, and Mr. Randy Orton is the new, once again, WWE champion. Um, will, will, hmm, will uh, what's his name, Ric Flair show up? Probably not because he was near death. Right? They're not going to say that that was a a trick. And they, they remember the lights went out. You never saw him. You never did see the kick. Hmm. If Rick showed up, you'd never see it coming. Boobity, boobity, boobity. That leaves us with the main event. Or at least what I'm going to guess is the main event. The, the universal championship match against the fiend Bray Wyatt against, um, the champion Braun Strowman, who, um, look, he's a big guy. Um, but I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I just kind of, you know, the whole, <laughs> like him laughing maniacally. I don't know if I'm buying it. Um, I think this is where you're going to see the most craziest swerves of the night where like, um, you know, he, uh, he, he becomes one of, uh, I think Bray's going to win this. Bray's going to be universal champion again. And then I think he is going to, um, uh, I think Braun Strowman is going to, become one of like Bray's lackeys again he's going to be hypnotized or kookavized or some craziness and I don't know if if um if um Alexa Bliss is also going to be pulled into that it's been a little weird with that going on but it's almost it's also weird that they're they're actually doing something with consistency like oh there was a story they were friends they were tag team on the mixed match challenge oh they actually brought something back um, but that's my thought. I think Bray's going to win. Bray's going to be your new champion. Or, I'm sorry, the Fiend is going to be, the once again, going to be the Universal Champion. And uh, then I think somehow uh, Braun is going to turn on him. Now, I don't think there'll be a cash-in because of that, because I think Braun's going to lose. I don't think we're going to see a, um, an Otis cash-in, but I do think we're going to see Retribution. Now, I'm just going to, th- this, is a, this is, makes no sense. And it, there's absolutely no chance. I, I don't believe 
1% that this could be the possibility. But imagine if Retribution came out at the end and beat up Braun or tried to beat them up or chase them off and they disappeared. And then you have Retribution in the ring. And you got like four, just a, just a bunch of guys, right? Then all of a sudden, three of them take their mask off. It's, it's Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. Now, they left um, Adam Cole, right? Um, they left Adam Cole. They beat him up the night before. This all kind of goes into my story. They beat him up the night before. Undisputed Era is moved on. They still call themselves that, but they're in the, or maybe they're part of Retribution now. And then there's one guy there who didn't take off his mask yet. And the last thing you see when the when when SummerSlam goes off the air, because you'll never see it coming. And that will be when the mask comes off and you see the leader of Retribution is Mr. CM Punk. Yes. I'm throwing it out there. Why the hell not now? Here's the thing. If it actually happens, you're going to see me you're going to see me push this audio like crazy. The fact that I said it first, or at least I said it before it happened, I didn't hear anybody else say this. Okay? I didn't hear I've been listening to podcasts, I've been listening to Busted Open, didn't hear anybody else say this. In fact, I heard someone say Ronda Rousey. Wouldn't that be a surprise if she came back as a leader of Retribution? Could be. That that could that would be a big shocker too. But the you'll never see it coming they wait for a big arena i know the crowd isn't there but there's still people watching quote unquote sort of i don't know how that works do those people get it'd be much cooler if every video board had a camera too so you can actually see things um but instead you're just uh, you're just watching it on tv and standing in front of a webcam that's what i guess it is um but when i say you'll never ever see it coming you'll never see coming the return of CM Punk. Mark my words right now if I got it right. If I didn't get it right, you'll never hear me talk about this again. But if I did get it right, oh, am I going to shove this down your throat? Which reminds me of Brandon. Hmm. What, what a wonderful, uh, that, that, I don't know why that, <laughs> that reminds me of Brandon. Oh, yes, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. We're going to, um, thank you for, so, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. You know where to find me on Twitter at WrestleBrand. Oh my God, did I just say that? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. You know where to find me on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. That other uh, dickhead who, you know, doesn't care about this show, only cares about Metal Talk and Metallica and SM2. Oh, guess who played with the Symphony Orchestra again? Oh, guess what? They put out another album. Oh boy. Big whoop. You can find that guy at WrestleBrand. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. And in the words, you know what? I'm not even going to use this thing. I'm going to use my new catchphrase, which is, see you later. That's not experts.